Hey mama, welcome to the Lovely Life Podcast. I'm Amy, a wife, mother, and nurse turned spiritual life coach who has spent a majority of her life doing all the things I thought I was supposed to do. Until one day I realized that by doing the things I thought I should do, instead of the things that my intuition was calling me to do, I was single-handedly sabotaging my own life, marriage, career, and relationships. It's my belief that every woman was put on this earth to do incredible things, no matter what that looks and feels like for her. It's my passion to help other women like me take back their personal power and realize how truly incredible and capable they are of changing their own story and finally living the lovely, fulfilling, and aligned life that their heart and soul truly craves. I'm so glad you're here, and it's my sincerest hope that by sharing my own journey navigating through personal growth, marriage, motherhood, entrepreneurship, and building a life I love to wake up to, you feel empowered to do the same. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Lovely Life Podcast. Today is actually an interview with my former mentor and friend, Cassie Biltz. We did this interview for her podcast, which is called the Magic in Your Business Podcast. Definitely check it out. I'll have the link in the show notes. But I am so excited to bring you this interview. We talked all things motherhood and entrepreneurship and human design. I know I've touched on human design already here on the podcast, but I am so excited for you to hear this conversation, for you to understand the power of trusting yourself, of knowing yourself, and how that shows up, not just in your life, not just in your relationships, but in every part of your life, entrepreneurship, career, everything. If you want to create more flow, if you want to create more ease, It is about knowing yourself and knowing how unique you are and understanding that you bring different gifts and you utilize your energy in a completely different way for you to take the pressure off because there is no, there is no standard. There's just you. There's you and what feels right to you. So it's time to take back your power and I cannot wait for you to hear this, this conversation. And to hear from one of my greatest mentors over the last year and a half and a guru of business coaching and subconscious work, we met through network marketing as health and fitness coaches and just someone that I just love and adore as a fellow mompreneur. So please enjoy, sit back and cannot wait to hear your takeaways and be sure to check out the show notes for a special code. That will give you $100 off a human design reading. So without further ado, here is this week's episode. Hi, Amy. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Thank you so much. So excited to be here. Yes, me too. Okay, so let's kick off by sharing a little bit about your story and you and how you came into entrepreneurship. Just share like your background. Okay, cool. All right. So excited. So it's a bit of a 
twister, but um, I actually, so I'm actually a registered nurse. That is what I went to um, school for. I was a registered nurse for like six years, five or six years before I ever um, ventured into entrepreneurship. It was actually the big part piece of my story is that it was actually in getting prepared for um, to get married and knowing that I wanted to start my family, like I was engaged and I just felt like this big pull and sort of this looming fear around that next chapter of my life of I'm already burned out with, you know, this schedule of working, you know, I was already burned out with my nursing job and I could not literally imagine adding a family on top of that. Um, you know, my husband travels a lot for work. He had a very demanding job and I was already starting to feel that pressure of, I don't want to be this mom. Like, I don't want to be this mom to my kids. I don't want to feel so spread thin. I don't feel like I'm going to be able to give anything to anyone at the pace that I'm going. So that's what led me to starting my first business as a health and fitness coach because, you know, my outlet at the time was my health and fitness. And so I saw the opportunity then to start creating this side hustle, which I feel like is what I met so many women, including you on that journey of women just wanting to create more space for themselves, bring in more income, create more freedom and flexibility. And that's entirely why I started that business um, was to just give myself an outlet, give myself a way to, you know, a way out, I guess you could say, um, an option to create more freedom, more time, um, in going into this really big, scary, unknown chapter, but exciting thing that I knew I wanted, which was marriage and motherhood. So um, I did that for five years. I was in on uh, network marketing as a health and fitness coach for five years before I finally started this new business as a life coach and more specifically, you know, now working with human design because what I found was that that business, you know, I, I had this vision. I was taught and thought like so many women out there, I think, feel that once I reached a certain level of success, that then I would feel this like, oh, I've arrived, like I've done it. Like I, like all that stress, all that worry would be relieved and I'd have more time. I'd have more freedom. I'd feel like a success. And that just never came. And I remember going, it was two years, January's ago. Now it's kind of funny that we're doing this podcast right now because it was literally two January's ago that I was a, um, I feel like, yeah, I was a new mom and I was, you know, I worked my business to getting to the point where I felt comfortable enough to step back and to be a full-time entrepreneur knowing that I was pregnant and, um, then COVID happened. So COVID happened and I was like, I was home. I was doing what I intended to do. I was working full time from home and yet I had never felt so just like, I felt like a fraud, you know, because I, I, I wasn't doing as well in my business as I wanted to be. I wasn't feeling any sort of relief um, or success in my business. 
And I think that's really was a huge pivoting turning point for me. And that's when I hired my, um, I, again, like, I think so many of us, we look at like what we're doing and I just felt like, okay, there must be something I'm doing wrong. I must just not be doing this right. Right. I'm just, maybe I'm not, just not doing it like so-and-so on Instagram is doing it. And so I hired a coach. I hired a business coach for network marketing. I spent five grand out of completely. Oh, I think out we of hired, we hired the same coach, right? Josh Coates. Yeah. Oh, I, hired, <laughs> I, hired, I hired a coach and I, but he, you know, I'm like, okay, there's gotta be something in this mastermind that I'm going to learn that is going to yeah. be the game changer. I'm going to start making, you know, six figures and, you know, I'm finally going to be a success. And quite literally, I was in that mastermind for like not even a month. And I just had this like hit in my stomach moment. I remember being on a call and realizing I don't want this. I don't yeah. want this. I don't want to work. I don't want to do what any of these women are doing. And I don't want to, I don't want to be these, this person. And I, it was such a devastating moment because I feel like that was exactly what I needed at that time to realize like that clarity of like, I know I don't want to work full time. I know I'm not meant to be a full time nurse. I know I'm not meant to work. I know this isn't the right path, but this isn't the right path for me either. And then it, it's like I needed that that clarity to be like, OK, universe, like, all right, well, what's what am I here to do? And that was when I first opened myself up to the possibility of like, you know, it's this or something better. There has to be something else out there for me that is meant for me, you know, because I couldn't possibly be led down this path for no reason. And um, I opened up an email. I don't know rent specifically, but I just remember that was January. In February, I opened up an email from a speaker from Pace to be Brave, when um, which was the event that I met you at, <laughs> you yeah. know, um, completely again unrelated to Beachbody. I didn't know the path you were on at that time, but again, I feel like I always had this pull. I just knew that there was something more that I was here to do, and I opened up an email from the speaker who um, Samantha Skelly. She was a breath work. I knew for her for breath work, but she was had this life coaching certification course. I don't know why it spoke to me. I just felt like I see now that that was totally my intuition, just guiding me to like follow that path. And I hopped on a discovery call and I just remember feeling that insane feeling of like completely scared shitless, but also like, I don't like, I like, I literally know that where I'm at is not an option anymore. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, you know, and so it was like that terrifying feeling because it was $15,000 and I was like, I didn't know how I was going to pay for it. And it was 10 months long and it was obscene. But at the same time, I remember she gave me the courage then, or she said to me at the end of the call, you know, tune into yourself, like listen to your body, which at the time was such an, like an obscene like what does that even mean? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I know yeah. when I say that to people, they're like, "What?" I'm like, "This is yeah. how I do everything now." Especially you and I both. This goes into human design, but we are both. You're a splenic projector, right? Mm-hmm. And I am too. So it's like all of our knowing is in our body. I feel like, and maybe that's for yeah. everybody, but especially us. I feel like yeah. it's one of the greatest skills I've had to learn. 
Yeah. And it's like wild too, because like, you know, I look at the path, like everything has, yes, I can't, yeah. Human design everything is, is always out. working out for you. And it just everything adds really is always working out for you. Like one of the like tagline tattooed on my ass or something, because that is literally one of the things that has literally become so apparently true to me from I really, like that would yeah, be the most random ass tattoo. I know. It really <laughs> was. But I think that's also like what just it's like my guiding compass at this point. Like it mm-hmm. has, you know, everything is always around for you. So anyway, long story short, I did that. Um I did I signed up for that mentorship and I really didn't know again how badly I would need that. And so 2021 was really 2020 going into 2021 I was just all about me um finding myself again and really getting clear on who I really am and letting go of all that I'm not and I really don't think if I hadn't done that that I would have been able to navigate all the hardship that I was going through behind the scenes in my marriage and just my mental health as a new mom, um, I was incredibly struggling. So I feel like I hit rock bottom with my business first, Mm -hmm. but in doing so, I made the move to, you know, start doing the work for myself that ended up saving me when I hit rock bottom, like in my marriage. Um, one of my favorite sayings is, um, never rob somebody of their rock bottom because not that you have to have a rock bottom. I don't think it's required to have one to then create success, but so many people do. And I never, I never want to take somebody's rock bottom because that's always the thing that changes everything. And so sometimes we have to kind of go there before we're willing to grow. But I do want to go back to one thing you mentioned was when you're really struggling in your business, you hired a coach, you spent five grand on a coach. Cause you were like, there must be something that this coach knows and everybody in this mastermind knows that I don't know. And if I get in there, I can learn the things and you get in there and I guarantee they just did more of the same. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what I see a lot in the online space. I'm a business coach, but I work from the inside out because if you're just mm-hmm. going to go hire a coach and have them teach you strategy, but you're not changing mm-hmm. your being, your beliefs, your energy, your thoughts, your emotions, it's fucking pointless. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what I did. My first coach was the same. It was 3000. It was like a three month thing. It was the most I'd ever spent on a coach at the time. I've spent a lot more than that since then, but I was like terrified and I get in there and I'm like, this is just more of the same. It's more hustle. It's more, it's just more action. You just think I'm going to work harder and you can't work harder and create a new level of success. That's not, it's never going to work. It's never going to work. So I love that. We both had to learn that lesson the hard way. (laughs) Yeah. That's why if you're listening to this, when you hire a mentor, a coach, a business coach, just make sure it's not just, in my opinion, just more mm-hmm. strategy, more things to put on top of. Absolutely. It's almost like you're trying to put a Band-Aid on a wound. Like you have to get to the core issues or it's never going to work. Mm-hmm. You have to work from the inside out. Yeah. It's like square peg, round hole. It's not going to work for you. Like it doesn't come down to, uh, it doesn't, you, and this is why, you know, you know, for everyone listening, this is one of the reasons why my path led me to working with you, because even while doing that initially, I still had to recover from, I still had to learn that for myself, that I was still, because my wounds, my, my, 
my identity was still so much in what I did and what I accomplished. Mm-hmm. And I realized, you know, the hard way through motherhood, because it was my motherhood that really shook up my world. I was already an entrepreneur before I became a mom. But when I became a mom, you know, that that intense responsibility of being a mother, of being responsible for another human being, of, of, of having that mirror now right in your face of like, you don't want to repeat the patterns. You know, you don't want to um, risk, you know, you don't, you just, it's that responsibility of like everything being on your shoulders. I think, you know, I can't speak for my husband, but just, I know that as a mom, that was really like what became so hard for me. And how do I, how do I hold space for myself? How do I hold space for my passions? And how do I like, wear all these many hats that I wear and not yeah. lose myself in motherhood. And I mean, also, business. I don't know if this hits for you, but I find it, I still find it hard to find female entrepreneurs building their business online the way that I would want to, who have kids. Like I, 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 I think I have one person that I've worked with who has children. It's just hard to find, not to say they don't exist, but I feel like it's way more common to see examples of women killing it who have no kids. And it's like, well, I can't really relate to that. You know, we have two little kids at home, both of us. I can't relate to your life where you can work whenever you want, however long you want, you know? So I think that's another reason you and I get along so well, but also I'm always looking for mentors. So it's like, I need you to be a mom. And I'm not saying that if you're not a mom, I won't learn from you. I do. I have people who aren't moms, but it's just, it's a totally different it's a totally different way of building a business. You you know what I mean? And I feel like that is where when I hit that rock bottom, you know, to, to know how like lost I felt and to know what a dark place that I was in. I think that was really when I realized that this is so much more important that, than I realized this is so much bigger than me just Like I need to stop chasing this idea of success and feeding into that frenzy that is out there of like someone knows the right way. Mm -hmm. And I need to start speaking up for us doing it our way, doing it your way. And that being the right way, because if I continue, I couldn't, I couldn't handle the pressure of trying to look like I had it all together. I couldn't handle the pressure of even just doing like everything that holding myself to standards and things that I had from my past, it just could not function any longer. And so that's really what, you know, what you're saying is been such a game change, you know, like an eye opening revelation for me, especially in the last year of doing, of launching this business and working with the women I've worked with is because we don't, yes, when we, you know, there aren't enough women out there like exampling real entrepreneurship as a mom, because I think we still are letting go of that paradigm of that, um, you know, that culture out there that is, you know, perfect picture, perfect culture, you know, like that everything is, you know, cookie cutter and looks great and is perfect when the reality is it's not, it's a lot of discernment and it's a lot of trusting yourself and it's a lot of you setting your own boundaries and honoring them and protecting how you want to feel. I, you know, 
And to go with that, another thing I've noticed, and I love money wins. I'll, I, I don't really show them yeah. a ton, but I'm, I'm not against money wins. I don't really, they're, they're fine. But I feel like what happens, at least for me, is I kept thinking success equals more money or more achievements, more accolades. Right. And I completely yeah. ignored any other part of my life and how that was successful. So if my marriage was good, well, that's not the outward definition of success. So it doesn't matter if my kids are happy. That doesn't matter if my home is happy. If I'm healthy, it was like, I was only focused on how much money am I making and what is in network marketing? What is my rank? Right. And it's like, that is not, you have to define success. And you also have to look at a holistic view. Otherwise you are going to chase the wrong things for forever. And so now it's like success for me is all those things. It's not just money. It's how is my marriage? How is my body and my health? How is my mental health? How is my kid? You know, how are my kids? So I think if you can, like you said, redefine what is success to me, like actually fucking do it. Don't just be like, Oh, that's cool. That's a good idea. Do it. <laughs> Cause it will change your life. Cause then you'll realize, Oh my God, I'm already way more successful than I realized. And also I don't, I don't need all those things that I thought I needed to feel good enough. You know? Right. It's really about understanding what makes me feel fulfilled, what makes me feel successful. And that's really why, you know, I, I, the subconscious piece of it, of really getting down to the identity work is so important, but that's where the human design piece has become so powerful. That's why I love bringing in both because knowing and understanding that I'm a projector and what that really means. And like you said, I know we've talked about that. There can be a lot of disempowering stuff out there with human design. But for me, it was like this huge wave of relief of understanding, like the universe validating, yes, like I'm not here to work like everyone else. And so that was really like the door opening for me of diving into human design because all the work that I did with, you know, my subconscious identity, it really helped me, you know, working with you, I became so clear of like who I wasn't. Mm-hmm. But then it had to become, then I like the whole question of like, okay, well, who truly am I? What do I truly want? What does success really mean to me? How do I want to feel my days? I couldn't answer those questions. Like, I couldn't answer all those questions. And that's where I feel like I leaned in and dove into human design to start to understand myself more and understand what, what is my mission here? What, you know, how do I, how can I connect more with my intuition? What, how can I understand what it is that grounds me? And so I can do more of those things. And that's really what, you know, the more I, I dove into myself, it's like the blinders just came up and I no longer felt like I could even possibly compare myself to others because they're not even in the same realm I am, I'm in, just like I'm not in the same realm they are. You know, yeah. I, I, I look at you and I see like you're, you, you're so unique that I couldn't possibly like com- even compare my, my business as a projector to you because that is only just one small piece of the puzzle. And so what, yeah. that's what it lights me up about it is because we don't even understand how freaking like incredible we uniquely are. And we need to that's, own that. That's- Uh, Can you, okay. So that goes into a belief I have, which is, I was actually just telling a client this this morning, a belief I have that I recently adopted and I really like is that everything about me is for me. 
Like every single thing about me is for my favor. Even the neg- quote unquote negatives, the fact that I'm not a morning person, the fact that I'm not good at detail. I don't like to be super organized, like every single thing. So I think so many times we think it we're broken and we need yeah. fixing. And it's like, no, I'm not broken. I don't need fixing. Everything about me is for me. Now, if I want to change a habit or something I'm doing, I can do that, but I'm not doing it from the space of I'm broken and fucked up and doing it from the space of, I just want to change this. Like, I'm going to go do something different, but for anybody who's new to human design, can you kind of describe, cause I know, I know probably about half of my listeners know what it is and half of them probably don't. Mm-hmm. So can you kind of share what human design is, isn't as like an overview? Yeah, absolutely. So your human design is like your aura. It's your soul's blueprint. So when we were born, essentially the moment you were born, you were born with a unique soul body graph, you know, the planets, whatever energy, if we, if we believe in energy, then, which I do, you know, like, it's like you believe can understand and believe that, you know, every moment has so much power. And so when you were born, that was your moment. And so when we look at our body graph, so there's, there's projectors, there are reflectors, there are manifestors, there's manifesting generators and there are generators. And if we look at, those are the four, um, uh, oh my gosh, aura types, or those are the five aura types if you want to count many gen. So we have our workers, we have the generators, we have the manifesting generators, the, those energetic beings. These are the people that get lit up like by working. These are the people that are, you know, essentially like built. If we go back in time, the manifestors were like the guys in power. They were the queens and the kings. They were the ones calling all the shots. And the generators were the people out there building the towns, building the cities, you know, building civilization. And then projectors were, weren't even needed until they, you know, projectors didn't come into the picture until like the 19th century because projectors are here to be guides. We're here to be visionaries. We're here to change the way, to, to, to give... Um, we, we aren't, we we're, we're born, you know, with unique perspective and we're supposed to essentially bring that to the masses to help guide, guide us into like a new age, essentially. And the manifestors, same thing. Manifestors are visionaries. Manifestors are here to speak. They're here to be heard. They're here to put, um, they're the, also the ones, like I said, calling the shots for the generators of the world that don't want to be leaders, that don't want to have to think. They just want to do their creatives. You know, we all have these unique gifts and, you know, reflectors are those mirrors. Reflectors are the ones that kind of are like the temperament. They're like the gauge of like reflecting back to us, like how well things are working. Right. So we all have these unique gifts. And within that, our body graph, there's like 64 gates so every gate has its own um you know gift to bring to the world or gift you know light and shadow side and so really like when we each look at our unique body graph like you know you have gifts that i i don't have and i have gifts that you don't have and the reasons why you know like you were saying before like um you know, some people aren't going to maybe vibe with you sharing a money post, but then there's going to be so many, that's not meant for everyone, right? Those aren't your people. And it's really understanding that we're never doing it wrong. If we're doing what's truly like honest with ourselves, if we're doing what we feel individually called to do, we're always going to attract in the right energy for us. Right. 
and really like letting the rest go because you're not, you're not here to be the right flavor for everyone. And that's really how you can look at human design is like, we each have our own unique flavor and you know, your, your chart, it's the same thing. It's nothing is good or bad. It's all like you have a flavor that I don't have. Right. And so doing, you know, looking at you, like you having that six line of, in your profile. So we have these profiles and there's so many different parts of human design. You have your aura type, you have your profile, you have your um, authority, which is essentially your intuition. So you and I are splenix. There is emotional authority. There is sacral authority, which is very common in the, which is really like that, uh-huh, uh-huh, that gut feeling. So the, that gut feeling everyone's always talking about. You and I, we don't really necessarily get that gut feeling. It's more like a whisper. So we're like, just fucking go. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> So the sacral is really like that guttural, like they just know, you know, they just know in their gut and the emotional authorities, they have to kind of ride out the emotions, literally, like they have to ride out their emotions till they can get to that place of like neutrality. And then they can, those are the times when they make their best, most aligned decisions for them. They're not making them in the heights of emotion. And then, you know, we have, um, I feel like I'm missing one. Oh, our reflectors. So uniquely reflectors, um, they they work with the lunar cycle. So their, you know, invit- uh, authority tends to be one where they have to kind of, again, give themselves that waiting period of really feeling out their decisions, that feeling out in their body what feels best for them and waiting that 28 days, which isn't actually like with none of this, it's not, nothing is meant to be limiting, but with the major big life decisions, you know, with our families, with our love life, with career, if we can get more in touch and clear and with our intuition, AKA cutting away all the shoulds, cutting away all the conditioning and all the cultural pressure that we feel and really like tune into ourselves, we can get so much clearer and so much more in tune with that intuition that actually works for ourselves. And that's how we start to see the proof of things are actually working for me because it's not always going to make sense, but that's where the fear comes in because we want certainty, right? With business, we want certainty with motherhood. We want certainty with love. We want certainty, but it's not always going to look black and white. It's going to have to go by how you feel. And that's really where, you know, human design has just allowed me to fall truly in love with myself for who I uniquely am and owning it, you know, and, and understanding that I like getting out of the shame because I used to have so much shame. And I think that's really where like my rock bottom came from. And I find so many of my clients and the women I work with who are especially our entrepreneurs have so much shame because they can't, they're not, can't keep up with doing it the way they think they're meant to do it. Yeah. They always feel like they're failing either in motherhood or in entrepreneurship. And my belief is that we really can do it all as long as we have that discernment of where our energy is needed, how to protect our energy and to know our, like, to not, to not waste it, to not, to not exert yourself where you, you know, like to know your zone of genius, to know where, um, you maybe need more support and allow yourself that support and, and, and treat yourself like, you know, treat yourself like someone you actually love. Like you always say, we don't hurt what we love. Well, we're hurting ourselves by 
by not doing ourselves the service of giving ourselves what we need. And I feel like human design has been that tool to help me figure out for myself and to give my clients those tools to understand what do you need? What does this actually mean for you? Yeah. And I did a reading with you, Amy, and I loved it because like I, sometimes when I've, I haven't had any formal human design readings except for from you, but I've read a few books, which is obviously not nearly as good as actually getting a reading. It's not as in depth. So get a reading if you, (laughs) if you call it. Um, but the nice thing about getting a reading from you is I felt very empowered. And sometimes when I read other people's content on human design or I read books, it's very disempowering. And I just think that that's, that's why I've been like, no, that's not for me. But with you, I, I just felt very much like, oh yeah, I feel understood. I feel very empowered. And that was really nice. I really enjoyed feeling that way because I don't, I don't, I'm not available for anything that's going to take my power away, you know? Right. And I think that's, you know, like, I think that's why I connect with you on such like a deeper level because that's exactly it. It's that power. And how do I translate that power, that empowerment to all areas of my life and not just one, you know, I feel Mm -hmm. like that's kind of something that came up for me is like, I felt like such a boss, you know, I, I started to build so much confidence in my business, but I didn't, I realized I didn't have that confidence in the other areas of my life. I didn't have that confidence in my marriage and have that confidence in um, motherhood. And so that's really why I, I, you know, I feel like that's what I do with women is I really help them own that power and see how, like, how this doesn't just pertain to one aspect of your life. You are a vessel, you are a holistic being. And if you want, really want to create that, that ease, that flow, that, you know, that peace, that we all like crave whatever that is. And that goes by our aura type as well. Like I, I want to feel like a success. I want to feel. (laughs) You and I I are the very, are very similar. (laughs) Yes. I want to feel like a success. And when I don't, I get very bitter. I get resentful and I, and and that brings out the worst in me. Right. Mm -hmm. So the more successful I can feel as a mom, as a business owner, as a a woman, as a wife, like the better, right. I, that's me in my fullest light and power. Yeah. And something I've realized recent, well, not recently, but something that has helped me with that is I've redefined success. Like you mentioned, I also realize now that success is a feeling. And if it's a feeling I can access it whenever I want mm -hmm. based on the thoughts that I think and the stories I tell Mm -hmm. myself. So I stopped chasing things outside of me. So then I could feel successful. And I just decided to feel successful now. And every single day, I literally tell myself all the ways I'm successful. Because for me, that's the number one feeling that I, like you said, I, I crave feeling successful. And when I don't feel that way, I get very resentful. So I used to just, like I said, chase things so I could finally feel that way, but it never worked. It was so fleeting because as soon as you got something that made you feel successful, it's like, oh shit, now I got to go get something else. Cause I have to get the feeling. And it's like, I don't do that at all anymore. I can feel successful anytime I want because it's a feeling. I can give it to myself. Yeah. It's a complete mind up because it's really about flip, like you like flip completely flipping the narrative. It's not about, we focus so much on about the things we, we want to have. We want to have, what do we have? What do I have to have to feel successful? It's not, that's not how it is. Yeah. It's the inside out. You have to feel that success internally first. And that goes down to how you, what you how you feel about yourself. What do I believe? 
And what I realized too was like, I craved so much. I craved freedom so badly. I craved success, but I was blocking myself from even having it because I didn't actually think I was worthy enough Mm -hmm. to, to have it. And that's why I feel like so many women are so frustrated. I'm sure you see this all the time. I mean, I was one of them. I, I knew what I wanted but I wasn't achieving it because I wasn't working from ways of being. I was focusing on the, everything outside of me. I was focusing on all of that, be, having so much power of over how I felt versus, no, I'm going to choose to be a freaking successful right now. And it's mm-hmm. the same, you know, you know, we've got our um, manifestors. They want to feel peace. You know, they want to feel that peace. They want to have that alone time. They want to have that, be able to be seen and heard, but then they want to be able to like, do their own thing. Right. And understanding, you know, your energy and, you know, you and I are, we're not energy types. We don't, we have the amount of energy that we have. And when we run out of that energy, we we're have, done. It, right? We're done. We <laughs> I have literally to- have like three hours a day of like, yes, I can get shit done. And then I can feel in my body when it's out. And I used yeah. to just push through that feeling, which would inevitably result in me just Burn. feeling like, feeling, yeah, burnout, feeling terrible. And that's why you and I are both in the medical background. So you were a nurse. I was a speech therapist, but I worked in the hospitals and that was the most exhausting thing because I only have three hours of on it energy. And it's so fascinating too, because from the outside looking in, you and I probably look like extremely productive, always on all, but, but if you were to live in my life for a day, you'd be like, oh, wow, Cassie actually only does stuff for like three hours a day. And <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. fucking lazy because I don't have the energy and I'm okay yeah. with it. I don't, I used to really be like, beat myself up about that. And I'm like, that's actually my superpower. I can get exactly. done in three hours. What most people can't get done in eight. Mic drop. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Whereas like my, you know, my husband, my husband goes until he hits the couch at 8 PM. I cannot work like that. And I used to have a lot of shit. I used to try and keep up with him and push myself. And that was where a lot of my postpartum anxiety was driven from because I just felt like I can't keep up. And I, then I put, and I, it it just crumbled me. And it's like, why are we comparing ourselves to people that aren't even like, again, and that has given me so much freedom of understanding. No, my gift is the fact that I am so like, I have such potent energy and mm-hmm. I don't shame myself for you know, needing to have a half hour in the morning to meditate and have quiet. I don't shame myself for needing a break throughout my day from the you know, my kids or, you know, after a client call, I don't shame yeah. myself anymore. Whereas I feel like that's really what it is, is like t- removing the shame and understanding that's part of your power. You have to honor your power, your gift. You know, mm-hmm. my husband's gift is that he, he, he can, you know, he, he can like, he's like a squirrel. He can like take on so <laughs> many ideas. Is he a ideas. generator or a manifesting generator? He's a manifesting generator. That's so, what Corey is. My yes. Husband. And and it's like, you know, but like I can honor his gift while honoring myself. And it's doing that, you know, as a business owner, as a mom, and like, again, slowly but surely removing those stories that are causing us to get into our not self theme and getting us into that, you know, whatever that is for you, for us, it's, you know, that bitterness for some, it's dissatisfaction for others. It's, um, you know, loneliness, it's, it's whatever you don't want to feel, you know, if, if you're feeling it, I always, I have this feeling like if it's coming up for you, it's for you. 
So if it's coming up for you, it's meant it's wanting to be healed. And that's how, you know, it was like the universe was like sending me <laughs> loud and clear, um, you know, that things I was not living in alignment and it took me a while to, and like you said, you don't want to ever want to rob someone of that. I don't feel like everyone has to, but yeah. that's exactly why I think this work is so important is to wake people up to becoming more in tune with themselves now so that they don't have to do that. They don't have yeah. to reach those rock bottoms. You don't need a struggle story to have a success story. <laughs> but that is part of our story. You, uh, yeah, I, yeah. Like, me with the three, like that, those threes, man, like we're here to be the roller coasters so that and live the roller coaster life so that other people don't have to. <laughs> you know? That would be a good tattoo. I live the roller coaster life. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, Amy, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, best, easiest way is definitely Instagram. Uh, you can follow me at Amy Ray, R-A-E Arner, A-R-N-E-R. <laughs> I feel like I need to spell it. Um, that is my Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, but definitely I think Instagram is for sure. And um, yeah. Yeah. And if That's somebody wants a human design reading, is there like a link in your bio? Uh, yeah, I can, I'll send you my website link, but yeah, my link in my bio, lovelylifetribeco.com. That's my website. Um, and you can find all the other ways to work with me there. I do human design readings and then I have a one-on-one, -on -one, um, a couple of one-on-one -on -one programs and some other programs as well. So yeah. Yay. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you. I will put all the info in the show notes and thank you so much for your time, Amy. And I will thank catch you, guys. Kathy. Thank You're welcome. you. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll see you guys on the next episode. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh,